Welcome to The Weekly, a podcast brought to you by Calvary Bible Church with your host, Pastor Jay Ewing, and we got a special guest in the house today, the one and the only Gary Osborne. Woo-hoo. Hey, this podcast is dedicated to helping you connect all the things that happen on Sunday around Calvary and how to best live them in your life lived week, day to week, day. And we just hope this is a place where we have some really practical application of God's word, practical conversation about what it means to live and breathe and move uh, inside Christ and his, his church. And above all, we want to talk about food on this podcast. So Gary Osborne, first question. Hey, welcome to the booth again, by the way. Hey, it's great to be back here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. You've had a really busy summer. Yeah, I'm sure just like everyone, we're all we're all wrapped up into the things that we're doing and Yeah. It's kinda coming to an end though. It is coming to an end. It's kinda sad. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm glad. Yeah, I know. You're <laughs> glad. I would love more weeks at home with my kids because I still really love them. <laughs> I love my kids. They've just gotta learn some things. They so gotta learn some things. It's time to get to school. Okay. Yeah. Hey, okay, so what's your favorite favorite meal that you've had this summer? Since this is a food podcast, that's a really good question. Um, I'm not a huge like yeah. foodie. Yeah, you know, it's not what like I think about all the time. Right. Um, favorite meal. Favorite meal. That's a that's an interesting question, Jay. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not quite sure. You're off the top of your head. Come on. Uh, <laughs> it's not barbecue chicken on the back porch. It's not a meal in a softball tournament. It's not that hot dog you ate. In the concession stand. Hot dog I ate at the concession stand. Or the, the nachos. Those those definitely were not my favorite meal. <laughs> that fake cheese nachos. Yeah, that isn't that isn't what I was looking for. I did have this uh we were sitting on the beach and had these mini burritos Ooh. and taquitos from this this place when we were in the beach in California. That's really cool. That's kind of fun and unique. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And the scenery, it's the beach, right? Yeah, it was the beach. I had really good company that day as well. Yeah. So that was fun. You let us are you gonna let Calvary into who who was your company? So I, I had the privilege. It was kind of an honor. Like I yeah. sent this text and said, Hey, I know that you are really busy and you might not want to be disturbed, but I know we're both here in California and we both maybe have some free time. Uh, do you want to hang out at the beach together? Yeah. And Thomas graciously said, yeah, our families can hang out. Aww. Hey, how about you bring, I'll bring some lunch stuff, you bring drink stuff, and then we'll hang out all day. And and then I uh, went and bought, we went and had a frozen yogurt at the end of the night. Oh, that was really fun. Yeah, so it was a fun day. So we had these great burritos, mini burritos and uh, taquitos with all the kids. And yeah. they just loved hanging out on the beach together. So it was super fun seeing them and you know what jay i'm really excited that he will be here a week from today yeah so if you don't know we do have a pastor on the erie campus and uh he preaches most often here on the erie he does so for those who have never heard him i mean there's plenty of people that have come to calvary who have not heard of thomas yet yeah he's been on sabbatical this summer not because any major issues we want to keep him healthy as possible as a pastor at calvary so we sent him away for the summer and he's coming back. He's coming back. And the cool part is listening to his heart is he's so excited to be back because he loves this community, loves shepherding this flock and teaching God's word. And so you could just hear it in his heart. It's refreshed and rejuvenated. And he just wants to be back and love on God's people in this community. That's so awesome. I am so excited. 
Because I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Once he is in, like, I'm going on vacation, Thomas. Here's the list. No, I'll <laughs> give him two weeks before I leave. I think that's fair. I'll be like, let me get you up to speed for two weeks. Peace. Yeah, peace out. I think go. Take it down. No, that's not, that's not, not how true at all. Out. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing you've done all summer then? You've, you've, you know, you're a family man, busy life. So what's been some of the, besides the beach that day with Thomas, what have been some of your favorite things this summer happening? You know, it was really fun to get to watch my kids do a lot what they love to do. And so we spent a lot of the summer watching kids sports and watching kids play and, you know, have success and have failures and have to grow in all those areas. And so I think that was really fun mm -hmm. to be a part of. Sometimes it feels uh, more than we would like and uh, wish we had a little just like more family time. Right. To be frank out, when we were in California, we were, the girls were playing in this softball tournament and it was a double elimination tournament. And I, I kind of thought they would be done earlier than they were. Yeah. But my oldest daughter played all the way till Friday evening in the last game of the tournament. Wow. So great for them. Yeah. Great fun for them. Fun for them. I was thinking great. we'd be done Tuesday <laughs> and have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to have be more family time. Right. Totally. Maybe I don't have a lot of faith in my kids. That's terrible <laughs> to say. I was just being selfish. Like I just want to like hang yeah. out on the beach yeah. more. And do some other fun things rather than yeah, totally. sit at a softball field, which we love doing most yeah. of the time. That's great. That's really great. Speaking of fun things, let me segue into what's happening at Calvary. Here at calvarybible.com slash events, you can find out what's happening at your campus at any time. Some things I really want to highlight that are happening in all campuses is that starting point's happening in five weeks. And so if you're new to Calvary and you've never connected with our teams or the people that help Calvary run smoothly, you can visit Starting Point, and it's a meal after church, and you get to hang out with the staff. They get to know you. We get to, uh, we get to, you get to know us, and it's just a really fun time with childcare provided and lunch, and you don't want to miss Starting Point. It's a great place to begin your journey here at Calvary and to getting to know us. I know uh, as a staff member, we love this time because it allows us to meet all of those who are coming to Calvary and get to know them. Being known at Calvary is really important for us as a team yeah. and for what we desire of the people, that they would be in community with one another. Yeah, that's great. That's a great. And then also high school fall retreat is upon us. Can you believe that? No, yeah. there's still a couple months away. Let's, no, no, it's let's, September. It's the end of September. Wow. Yeah, September 23rd, 24th, actually. They're going to head out uh, to Crook, Crooked Creek Ranch in um, Frazier, so it's going to be a really blast. It's that's the Young Life Camp, right? Yeah. That's that sick, Fantastic, awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, uh, okay. you know, facilities. Yeah. So great. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> yeah. I wonder totally. if they need a speaker. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they need a speaker. Or, or just like security, night security <laughs> patrol. Yeah, yeah. You could be an evening speaker. I'll be morning speaker. <laughs> you don't even have to pay me. Yeah. You don't have to pay me either. I just want to hang out at Creek. Hey, so if you have a high school student, you want to get them connected, go to calvarybible.com slash events, learn more, register there. Also, like I said all the time, we would love your prayer requests. So if you choose your campus and submit a prayer request, we honor those. We love praying for them. We always are, are, are faithful in that. Our elders are faithful in that. We are a church of prayer, and we know that not every story is great in every season, but we want to be praying for you. A praise or a prayer request is always important for us. So go to calvarybible.com to do that, submitting a prayer request. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, we're in our final uh, section here on the vision of Calvary. We've been talking about the mission, 
I'm getting you caught up to speed, Gary, as well. We were talking about how we make disciples, empower our leaders. John did an excellent job last week about empower, empowering leaders. And this week we're talking about multiplying churches. And we, it's amazing. One of the greatest values of Calvary, I believe, is its history, its legacy of those faithful people who've come before. So share briefly, like, what is that story and how has multiplied churches happened in the past here at Calvary? You know, what I understand of the story is that it started over 130 years ago with four families, the Andersons, the Andersons, the Andersons, and the Nelsons. How the Nelsons get there. <laughs> That's right? always the punchline, right? Like, who invited them? But it's so funny to think about the faithfulness of these four families back in 1889 coming together and saying, we really are feeling the Lord lead us to start a church. And they started a church, and over the years, things grew. They bought property. They had more services. And at the time, they were always in Swedish. Yeah, which they were Swedish immigrants, so that makes sense. And Boulder was a community of that, right, at that time. It's what we understand. They were miners in here. And so they wanted to tell people about the love of Christ. And so over the years, things grew. They hired pastors. They found buildings. And then they said, we really want to reach the community for Christ. And one of the most strategic decisions that we read in our history is that they moved their, their services from Swedish to English so that they would be able to reach more people um, with the gospel of Christ. Do you remember what year that was? I think it was 1946. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And that's so what... for the first 50 years, all services were in, in Swedish, and then they moved to English so that they could reach the community. And I think that's just been the heartbeat that we see throughout the years is then there were... Um, a desire to reach more people. And so there were church plants that came out of Calvary. So there's um, Grace up in Love, uh, Longmont. Longmont yeah. And then there's Calvary Broomfield, Calvary Church in Broomfield. Uh, Southern Gables in Littleton was a part of that. And then um, a small little church on the corner of like 287 there in Lafayette. Uh, I think Flatirons also. <laughs> it actually started off as Trinity, even yeah. Free Church in Louisville, and then it merged and it became flat irons. And so there's just a been a desire to reach more people with the love of Jesus Christ and planting churches has been one of the strategies. Yeah, and we're, when we talk about multiplied churches, it's local, but it's also global because we've been a part of a lot of missionaries, sending missionaries and planting churches internationally. Yeah, multiplying churches is a, is a real heartbeat that we have here as part of our, our vision right now. And it looks different in a variety of different ways. Sometimes it's giving money to the church. Like a few years ago, we did those lighthouses in Lebanon. And that was just a way to help take the gospel out. Uh, We've had partnerships in in Brazil and Haiti. And Haiti, a really cool thing that Calvary was a part of is that we would sponsor young ministers to go to seminary. And then those guys would graduate from seminary and start churches all over the country in Haiti. And that was another way that we were multiplying the church. We also have had the desire to help the local church. And so churches like uh, The Well were, you know, doing offices out of um, the Boulder campus. And we also had the Chinese church uh, that used to meet um, when I first started at Calvary many years ago. They were meeting in the fellowship hall. And even today we have a Latino church and a Korean church using the Thornton campus to help expand the gospel as many different ways as we possibly can, because that is our heartbeat is to multiply the church, whether it's raising up leaders, whether it's planning campuses, whether it's um, sending young men to seminary, whether it's training up interns, 
the desire is to multiply the church, and that looks very different in different seasons of ministry. Yeah, definitely. How did the... I heard that y'all combined services with the Korean and the Latino church. How'd that go? You were the preacher. I was the preacher. <laughs> you know, that that's, that's a, tough... a rough thing for people to listen to me preach on that yeah. uh, that Sunday. But it was so neat to be there with three different languages, reading scripture, praying together, worshiping, and hearing these three languages being sung and spoken and looking at the different cultures that were there gathered on the lawn, worshiping together and thinking about, oh my goodness, this is what the bigger kingdom of God looks like. Sometimes we get so focused on what we're doing that we forget about what the kingdom of God is going to look like in heaven where there's what, 168 countries represented yeah. it and many, many languages so many and we're all and there because of the work of Christ. That's right. That's right. So when we talk about multiplied churches, we... The, there's some really good biblical stories for us to be reminded of in our own lives, to think about, to meditate on. You know, one of those things you brought up was Philippians 4, where we see, obviously, Paul and his missionary journeys was all about multiplying churches. Like, that was his call from God. Yep. To hop on boats, travel desolate roads, show up in towns, and plant churches. Yeah, and he would go and just preach, go to the synagogue, synagogues and he would preach the truth about Christ and see people come to faith and then he would build and leaders up and then those leaders would take over the church and then he would move on to the next town and then we'd get these you know series of letters of instructions of here here's what you need to continue to do to help people understand and follow Jesus and so that's it's a really neat thing and we get that scene in in Philippians where he's he's talking and thanking them for the support that they gave him financially and just saying, you know, this was really helpful when you were doing this and it's going to be accredited to your account. So how cool is it to be a part of a community that supports other churches and not just Calvary things, but the global church and other churches in our town. And I know there's times where first Pres was in a bind and we gave them some money as well in Boulder and just said, we love the church and want to see the church grow in in a variety of different ways. And I think that's so cool that then it's accredited to our account that we are expanding the truth about Jesus in as many different ways as we can, because we know we can't do it all. Yeah. I, I think Paul's story is interesting and it's extravagant. You know, he has a really extreme call on his life to do something very specific. Jesus had set him up, but there was a lot of people, a lot of churches that backed him in this endeavor and a lot of people gave sacrificially. A lot of people prayed sacrificially. A lot of people uh, encouraged him from town to town, from season to season. And there's a lot of untold stories behind Paul that we don't get to see yet, you know, in the kingdom of God. Yeah, and I think that's what's so great about being a follower of Christ is that God has equipped each of us with unique gifts and talents mm-hmm. to mature and build up the church, right? And so your name might not be the headline, but your name is known by Christ because what you have sacrificed, the way you have served, the way of you've lived your life in order to help the mission of Christ move forward. Right, totally. So what do you see as, you know, and you're in this great role, you're, you sit on the leadership team, you've been around Calvary for a long time. What do you see as the future of Calvary? What do you hope to 
the kingdom of God is going to be doing within Calvary um, in years to come? You know, my, my hope has kind of almost been the story that we've been on. Like we, we pray and we seek the Lord, and when the Lord leads, we move. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the story that uh, was the Erie campus as well as the story of the Thornton campus where we felt the Lord leading in a certain direction, and then we called the church to, to prayer. And then through that prayer, there was just a moving of the Spirit leading us to other things. And then you you think about all the things that fell in place for the Erie campus to happen, and all the things that fell into place for the Thornton campus to happen. And it's just an incredible story of what God has done. And we continue to say, and then God, and then God, and then God. And so as I look to the future, I hope that's the same thing. Because I could easily say, hey, let's let's hope we plant another 10 campuses in the next 15 years or 20 years, right? I would, I hope that's part of what our strategy is, but I want to make sure that's where God's leading us. And it's not just because we want to do something. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, you know, when we're talking about people listening on the weekly, what are some things you would just encourage them to do in this season and their own lives as they think about how they play a part of the vision of Calvary? So as you've been talking about the last few weeks, you know, we want to be a disciple. We want to empower leaders. We want to multiply the church. So Jay, individually, I think, hey, what does it mean to be a disciple? Someone who is learning about Christ, who is with Christ, and then is sent out. Right. Someone who is abiding in Christ and then bearing fruit. So hey, what can you do? I think that's where it starts. It starts with you learning to sit at the feet of Jesus, being in his word, being dependent on prayer, and then out of the overflow of that, it's using your gifts and talents to expand the kingdom, right. make disciples who make disciples who make disciples who make disciples, and you empower leaders. And, and then when there's opportunity, we step into these bigger initiatives of multiplying the church, whether it happens at HOA or the 6-8 Project, HOA, sorry, is the heart, heart of Advent. Advent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the you know little acronyms acronyms we have around here. Right. Um, or you do the six eight project, or you feel the Lord tugging on your heart of man, I really want to see something global happen, and how can I get involved in a global initiative? Or maybe it's it's caring for kids right. who are in poverty. I think there's a lot of ways that we can expand the church that just doesn't necessarily have to be another campus. Right. That's right. That's really good. Yeah, it reminds me of 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now you are the body of Christ and individual members of it. And Paul's encouragement for us is that we remember that God has called each of us to play a part in what Calvary, what he wants to do in Calvary's life, what he wants to do in the local church, what he wants to do globally. And so there's people in here that are like, you know, prophets and teachers and helpers and administrators and various types of gifts, apostles, you know, all these things. And then also, you know, there's people that pray, people that give, people that have administrative gifts, people that can love kids and all these type of gifts that God gives us for the church. And so, you know, one of the things I would say for us all listening is always be praying, God, how, what are you doing in my life that I need to get back into your local church. Right. And that's an opportunity that we have as we step into the fall. Right. Many opportunities to lead Bible studies, to invest in the next generation, because you never know um, how that investment is going right. to expand the kingdom. Right. 
You know, it's always fun to hear the story. There actually was someone who was Billy Graham's Sunday school teacher. Right. Right. And then you think about, oh, that impact then had an incredible impact. Right. And so however God's wired you and gifted you and put passions and burdens on your heart, my encouragement is to step into those Mm -hmm. and start doing something, whether it's, you know, working with middle school kids or it's, um, like you said, greeting Mm -hmm. or it's, hey, there's a prayer team. I want to pray for the deep needs of the people of Calvary or there's people who go in, out into the community and tell people about what Christ has done by shoveling snow or working with our ministry partners or helping out our teachers in our communities. These are all really critical things to letting our community know about what Christ has done for them. No doubt. No doubt. Man, it's been fun to sit down with you today. Thanks for taking out time. You know, another great way to connect and find out how to get involved we have the Connect Serve Expos happening here at Calvary this week and a few weeks in Boulder. And it's a great opportunity to hear all the the things that maybe God's calling you into. And we're going to be praying for that. We hope you're praying on your end as well. And we look forward to a great fall here at Calvary and for the next generation of what God's doing here at Calvary, you know, and what he wants to do locally and globally and how he's going to use the people that have gathered under the banner of Christ and then under the local church banner of Calvary Bible Church. What What's next, you know? And that's amazing. It's amazing really we get to play a part of it, you know? Just really a small fun. part. I mean, it's, it's an honor. Yeah, totally. It's an honor to be called into the, I guess, the army. It's probably not the best word, but into the mission mm-hmm. of Christ. That's right. That's right. And, you know, for 130 years, there's been a lot of 130 almost 33 years. Yeah. There's been a lot of people who've just done small things over and over again. Been obedient. Yeah, that's right. Obedient and joyful. Yeah. And prayerful. And sacrificial. Yeah, that's great. Generous. Calvary, we love you. Let us know how you're going to get involved this fall. We would love to connect that. If you're curious about when those Connect Serve Exos happen, you can always go to calvarybible.com slash events, or you can reach out to the weekly at calvarybible.com. We would love to hear from you. Give us your comments, your notes. What are Where do you see in Scripture that uh, God's calling us to multiply churches? We would love to hear from you, get your insights of what you're learning, even. You know, Jay, I hear that on the Erie campus this week that you're going to be sitting in a dunk tank. You know what? Th- that might be true. We have a really fun Sunday coming, don't we? All our campuses are going to be great. Like the, It's going to be a big push at the Thornton campus for the Serve Expo. But here in Erie, you might just want to wear a swimsuit. Yeah, you know, I have, it's a busy Sunday, so I have to preach first. I'm not preaching in a swimsuit. And then there's baptisms. There's baptisms, yeah. And then I'm in the dunk tank. And then you're in the dunk tank, and we're going to let people sign up to get in small groups and to serve. Yeah. I think there's even, like, going to be a Kona Ice here. Oh, now you're speaking slip my and love slide, language. Slip and slide. <laughs> slip and slide. It's Water gonna be balloons. Fun. It's going to be a great time. So love for, for you to f- connect at one of our campuses this weekend or online. Peace out, Calvary.